Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Nino Speaks. I'm Nino, your host, and I have right next to me AJ. And of course, um, Nino Speaks has been on this um this internet thing for quite a long time now, because you know why we started it. And the reason I let our audience know, we started this because of the epidemic. And it was sort of, you know, touch or go, are we going to do anything, anything going to happen? And I was never that keen on, on doing things like this to do directly on the internet. I was a little bit, I don't know, maybe nervous or scared or whatever the case may be. But I thought we've got to do something. So anyway, um, AJ came into my life as a total miracle, which is amazing. Um, at a, got very lucky and uh, we were talking together and I said you know I've got this show Ninon Speaks and sort of now we have a year and a half later and 11 awards and Ninon Speaks and uh, we've got this incredible guest and I'm going to let AJ introduce him. Yes, thank you so much, Ninon. I'm thrilled tonight. It is my pleasure to introduce Nate Gilbert. He is an independent film and TV actor and producer and he's also a film project investor. He's originally from Boston and he's created many wonderful films that he's gonna talk about and um, including the last blockbuster on Netflix. Welcome, Welcome Nate, how are you? I'm good, thank you so much for having me tonight. Well, what an introduction that is, my goodness, I wish my name was Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so producer, actor, and all everything above. Um, all right, Nate, what's your favorite out of all of them? When you, when you really get excited and sort of, you know, can't wait to well, do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say my my one acting role, which was my entry into the industry, was definitely fun. I got to uh, wear a ball cap and everything, so that was a blast. Uh, but I would say producing is is uh, is my joy and uh, getting to create and. Uh, see projects sort of uh, come to life is, is definitely my passion uh, in life right now. Um, that must be an amazing, uh, you know, you, you become a producer and, and you, you get a script and, and you read it and you like it and, and then you get the actors and now you've got to produce it and put it all together. That's got to be pretty um, creative and pretty nervous at the same as being exciting. And you've got, you've got a, a mixture of this sort of excitement and also this, oh, is it gonna work? How's it gonna do? You know, do you go through that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think particularly in the last uh, few years, given the, uh, given the pandemic, I think the landscape on how uh, independent films uh, get made has, has really changed. And so, you know, mm -hmm. I, I believe that um, for those of us that have made it through the pandemic, uh, I think that um, there's been a lot of lessons being learned and, and, and a lot of the old ways of doing things have changed. And, and so it's kind of still learning on the fly. 
Um, yeah, it is. There's a lot of learning on the fly, but at the same time, it also has, um, which we've been doing for the past several years, it's also brought in the technical side of it, internet, the technical side of not really touch, feel, seeing people, but on the screen you see them and you, you're bringing them in from their own different venues, their own different places, and bringing them all together without even really seeing them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a there's a project right now that we're working on uh, casting, and it's all online. It's all over. It's all over the phone, and 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 in some cases, we might not uh, get in the room with any of these folks until they're officially either on board or we're officially long past the stage of getting the uh, the scripts in front of them. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. A, a lot of it has uh, has been different ever since uh, the internet and obviously uh, COVID. Absolutely. Now, when you because um, you have both experiences, so you have the experience of face to face interviewing them. Because I've I've been on a lot of these interviews, and I, I can assure you that it's a little bit petrifying because you don't know who's on the other side of that door when you're reading a script, hoping you're going to get it right so that you get the part. And so you walk in and you, you're face to face with them, which is great. But then when you see somebody on the internet, because we look different on the internet, we, I, I'm going to say that we look better because we, we don't see lines and we don't see a lot of stuff. And then you, then you meet them face to face and oh my goodness, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's been a lot of that too, not just with with casting, but when you're meeting uh, pe folks in people. the distribution world, or you're meeting folks in in sales and and yeah. all of those spaces, um, the the way you go about it and the strategies are are very different. You know, we just had the American film market, for example, and the way that you might talk to a distributor over uh, over Zoom would be different than if you're in yeah. uh, LA or Santa Monica, you know, at the market, talking to them uh, at the location or having a beer uh, at a bar talking about a project. So it's all very, there's a little bit of that uh, personal disconnect, uh, but at the same time, you can also set up a time and be able to, um, you know, be at home and, and be able to be with, loved ones and be able to set up a little bit more of a flexible schedule as well. And it's also gotten a lot of uh, folks who may not have had the resources to be able to get into some of these other projects or be able to get their work into uh, other producers' hands. And they've gotten a lot more opportunities because of it. And I think that that's really awesome. Uh, you brought up a fabulous point of, of being at home, getting a little bit more connected with your family even getting a little more connected with yourself, actually, as of sort of doing something in a room like I am right now. <laughs> Perfect, I can give you the example right now. <laughs> you know, it's very comfortable, it's very nice. And, you know, you could have your pajamas on. I don't do that, that actually. I do, I, I do get completely dressed. I've even got my boots on, I got everything. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going out, <laughs> but that's just me. But you're right. But I, I love what you say about having the family and keeping sort of all that and having that lovely connection and also bringing them into what you're doing. They also see what you're doing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, prior, I was definitely the one who uh, I love the travel. I really love the hustle and bustle of it. And I loved, um, you know, I was one of the few people who liked going to the airport because I knew I knew I was going somewhere. Um, <laughs> now I'm like, oh yeah, no, I can just kind of, you know, be with the dog and be and, and be home and uh, 
you know, I've set up a beautiful home office and, and now it's just kind of um, the way that I'm learning kind of the adaption of it. Um, sure. And so now whenever I have, I go to a, a location for a festival or for a market, you get all excited. it does sort of become a vacation. <laughs> yeah. You get all excited. I can just see, oh, I'm going somewhere at last. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's definitely a whole new world for everybody. Yeah, when you got your when you started acting and you got your first sort of good part, kind of a lead or a good part, um, how did you feel? Did you did you you were excited and you know because getting that first part and going for that audition and you know with all the nervousness and everything else, you know, it's it's, it's very traumatizing. It's it's yeah. very difficult. How was it for you? And did you did you enjoy it? So my 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 one real acting part, I actually didn't have an audition. I actually, uh, it's part of what got me into the industry, which was I had uh, some family that worked in the advertising space in Chicago, mm. and they were working on a film project. And he had asked if I wanted to participate um, and just kind of be around. And I said, sure, of course. And it sort of snowballed into me being involved in a role. Um, and to make a long story short, he, uh, had asked if as part of this role, I could shave my head, um, to which I said, no, I'm actually in a wedding in a couple of weeks after. <laughs> you won't recognize me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm a groomsman in this wedding. So, so I'm going to have to pass. And so I show up and they say, okay, yeah, you're, you're in this, but we got you a ball cap and everything. And I was like, well, there's no turning back now. And uh, it was my first real uh, experience in the film industry about uh, five, six years ago. And uh, after that, I left my job in, uh, in the tech world and I haven't turned back since. So in other words, as we say, AJ, he got hooked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the hook, and we call it the nine because the nine is the hook. <laughs> the nine came out and hooked you in and that was, that was it. But you love it though, and, and nothing, you know, then it's not work. You are not doing any work. You are having fun all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, this was always what I ended up wanting to do um, when I was younger and, and then life happened. And I always think uh, certain things happen for a reason. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm very thankful to my, my family and, and the friends who helped get me to where I am today and that allow me to uh, be an independent producer, to have uh, my own space to be able to do this. And so, yeah, no, it is, it, it, it's not really work. It, it, is, uh, it is fun. It doesn't necessarily mean it's all easy um, being in the independent space, <laughs> right? But, uh, you know, I get, I'm very thankful and I, get, I enjoy the people that I, uh, that I work with and that I call my uh, creative partners. Absolutely. I know AJ is dying to ask you a question because she's been talking about you and she absolutely adores you. The things are amazing with everything you've gone through and what you've done and what you've achieved, AJ. Thank you so much, Nina. And you're absolutely right. You know me, don't we? We're so close. We're, <laughs> I know so, so, well. we're so bonded. We work so great together. My question is, Nate, you got a film on the Netflix. You got it on Netflix. Um, it's the, called The Last Blockbuster. It's a film that you did. How did you get that? I know it won awards and it went through the whole process. Can you share with Nina and I and the audience how you did that? Yeah, I, I was a very small part of it. Uh, it's really the work of a guy uh, from from Oregon named Taylor Morden. Uh, this was his uh, his baby, and um, 
I uh, was definitely more on the um, money side of things and, and contributing and contributing to that. And I am just uh, so thankful and lucky to be a part of it and of having to get to share the experience of being on the phone with them and, and helping with that. And um, over the course of time, it's sort of snowballed into this thing where uh, the distribution company that the film was working with um, was able to strike a deal with Netflix. Um, and it was fun because when the news came out that it was going on Netflix, uh, there was a lot of social media buzz about it. And there was some, it's an independent film from independent filmmakers, but a lot of people thought that it was from Netflix. And that because there's some celebrities in it, including Kevin Smith, that it was directed by Kevin Smith. Um, and so it was very much one of those, any press is good press uh, type of things. And it uh, did very well. And it was on uh, the top 10 for about uh, 10 days. Um, and so it, it did great Congratulations. numbers. Congratulations. And it was a lot of fun to be a very, very small part of. Uh, and uh, I'm hoping to do more docs, uh, doc work down the road. You know what it sounds like when you talk about Netflix? You know, Netflix have a certain pattern. They have a certain structure they like. And the structure they like is that they don't have to change anything. In other words, it's, it's done to according to be able to put straight onto their streaming. And so your movie must have been that way. It must have been done. The timing was right. The, the program was right. It must have been all through to their program because they like, they like their things very definite so they don't have to go and edit them or cut them or do this or do that. So you must have been right to the T for that. I definitely think the timing was part of it. I, I think that... Um... And this is not just with, with, with the last blockbuster. I think that there's a lot of films out there right now um, that um, are talking about that sort of 90s, early 2000s nostalgia. Um, and they're really banking on that. And so that kind of played into that a little bit yeah. and the kind of vintage and, you know, um, those type of uh, feels. And those are very popular right now. Yeah, it's funny when we, we talk about vintage, which is done in the past, and we're recreating it in the present. Yep. And, and people could have kind of, we love what the past was because the past was so, so different to now. To now it's sort of a lot of blowing up and technology and all different things. But when you bring a little bit of the past into the present, I think people are really enjoying something like that because it's actually of today but it's of the old times, yeah. which is really, it's very cool. So what have you got in, in mind for the next one for Netflix? Because it seems, once you get in, <laughs> yeah. once you get in, you can't lose that little sort of, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, my, our, our, I work with some amazing filmmakers, particularly in the Chicago area. Our, our group is based in Chicago. Um, I'm so thankful to be a part of that amazing uh, creative and film community. Um, we're working on a project based on the book Fallen Woman, written by Allison Mann. Oh. Um, it's about a uh, it's a, the real life story of Linda Mae Spencer, who lived a double life as a madam in mm -hmm. St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, so we're in the early stages of that. Uh, we have some other amazing stories, including uh, stories about multi-level marketing, um, you know, human stories about. Uh, friendship betrayals. Uh, we're working on some sports projects. We're really trying to build a diverse 
and also a fun portfolio of stories uh, that we think can speak to all demographics of people, not just, you know, certain, um, one certain group of people, but all sorts of folks that would uh, enjoy our content. And it seems that you're hitting more of kind of a family, a more of a family creation, um, where, because a lot of people now with this COVID thing have been home and being home is the children are home, everybody's home. So you've got grandma there and mom and dad and then the kids and the babies and the grandchildren. So you've got kind of a mixed thing, but it's more of a kind of a family united arena. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think some of, the, some of it can be dark and some of it can be mature and some of it can also be fun. Yes. Um, and so there's there's definitely, we're trying to create something for, uh, for everyone. Everyone, yeah, a little bit for everyone. I can see, JJ, you're ready for another question, I can tell. <laughs> She's looking at she's 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 throbbing at the lips here. <laughs> I am, I am. I have another question um, about your movies. Uh, you've got so many that are wonderful. Um, you can you share with us your the one that's your most favorite and what you want you know to be known for. Sure. Yeah, we uh, we just had a project um, because we needed uh, a lot of our feature development has been sort of was sort of stymied um, during COVID, and so we need we wanted something to shoot during COVID that was safe, um, that was inexpensive, and so we made a quarantine short called Sync, um, and it's a it's a horror project from the entire viewpoint of a guy of a of a man's sink and he survives a, uh, a horrific attack. Um, it's done very well already. It premiered at the Chicago International Film Festival. It was also part of what's called Music Box 24 Hours of Horrors at the uh, famous historic Music Box Theater in Chicago. Um, it's done, gotten great reviews online. And so we, we're really proud of that. Uh, I'm very uh, thrilled with the short also on there, um, Dear Frankie, which was the first real project that we uh, got the show that was shown in multiple countries as well, including at the Straight Aid event in Can uh, during the Cannes Film Festival. And um, a lot of just the, the projects now that COVID, you know, people are, you know, getting their vaccines and, and, and you know, practicing um, safe COVID uh, protocols. Um, we're excited about the features that we have in development, um, and and we believe that we're going to be able to bring some of those to market, hopefully in the next few years. Was this picture, uh, Ninon? Was this picture? Do you think at cons? What do you think, Ninon? What do you think? Was it Nate? I'm sorry. Say that again. Was it a con? Con festival? Yeah, it was called. It was called Dear Frankie. Festival. It was yeah. at what's called the the Straight Eight. Uh, the straight A competition, and it was at the uh, Olympia Theater at Cannes during the festival. Well, um, being a straight A is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very fun competition, and I uh, and I highly recommend for anybody that, uh, to check it out. Now, Nate, to me, you're looking very young. Um, are you married and got kids and all that stuff yet? I do. I am not married. I don't have any kids. Uh, I do have a dog, which is. That's a kid. Yeah. yeah, that's a kid. Okay, so you and you are quite young. I mean, you look very young. Um, so, you. so what is your focus right now? Because you've kind of you're young. You've got yourself into a very very nice position. You also said that you finance pictures. You will put money up for pictures. Um, a lot of people are wanting that and looking for that. 
how do you sort it all out, you know, with where you're going and what you want to do? Because you're young, you've got a great ground, you, you, you're, you're right there, you've got Netflix, you're a producer, you're an actor, you've got it all together. Where are you going now? Well, right now, I mean, I like doing, if the, if there's a, a producer or creative that I like working with, I like uh, in putting funds into those type of projects and then bringing in other producers or financiers as well that are much more the, the big guns as well. Yeah. Um, and I think what's next is, um, you know, we have good IP and, 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 you know, I say we because I work with a, an amazing Team. you know filmmaking is not is not a is a team sport yes. uh, there's no I in in team on that one and so um I think where I'm going next is, is to continue to work with our team and really bring these amazing um these amazing scripts uh to more uh production companies and to more groups to uh entice them to join us on, on this journey to uh, bring them to uh, bring them to the consumer and bring them to uh, audiences everywhere. I, I'd love to have seen all their faces when when you told them, because I'm sure you got the news first, that um, your film was going on Netflix. I'd love to have seen your team's faces then. They must have been jumping up and down and so excited. Because it was cool. It was cool this, that uh, it just for uh, for my folks that they were going to be able to see uh, you know my name on on there that was, yes, that was um, cool. uh, oh yeah it was a good decision that was a good decision to uh to uh to give to that project back uh back back almost five years ago so yeah. isn't that wonderful it's, it's nice that you can give back like that because you you know people put a lot of faith into people in the film business and sometimes a lot of times it doesn't work out you know you always stay at that level um but i truly believe that the and it is a team and you have to like everybody, even if you don't like them, you've got to like them. Um, or you slowly weed them out because you've got to work with these people very, very closely. And when you're on set, it's not a please, can you do this? And please it's a, do this and do this. And there's a different atmosphere on, on a set because everybody's working. So you can't be too sensitive. Do you find that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that, you know, I, I have found you know, it's either gone completely one way or completely the other way in terms of uh, people's kindness uh, because of the pandemic. Uh, yes. You know, I, I think some people, you know, there's a phrase that I use and uh, AJ, you might've heard it in, in some, you know, me say this in some clubhouse rooms, you know, the phrase I use is seek to understand. Um, I think if you, if you truly believe that you want to better yourself, whether it's in the film industry or better yourself, in life, uh, you will always seek to understand what somebody else is trying to offer you, trying to learn, trying to deal with, and you will better understand that situation, better understand that person. Um, and I think and that can be very that can be very hard and very difficult. In fact, I was just before the show, I was just explaining something to AJ, and it's funny you should bring that up because you know, even though you're a producer or an owner or whatever you are you still get sensitive and you still sort of, you know, did I do the right thing or the wrong thing? You still, you, you still have that. It's not that you're above everything because you're not, you're still a human being right down here on the ground and, you know, right. still grabbling through it all and getting through it all and sort of, and some, and, and, and you, you are as sensitive as everybody else. 
Right, exactly. And I think especially uh, we, we work in a, in a business where we are told no 99.5% of the time. And I think it's important that we all, because we all work together because we all have a common goal uh, to get our content out to get our projects made and get those projects out to viewers. Yes. Um, and so it's, it's, like I said, a team sport. And, um, you know, it's a lot easier if we all work together versus uh, fighting each other. To yeah. That's why I'm, AJ and I get on very well, because we don't use <laughs> her on that set. And whatever she does, that's fine. Um, so now, uh, what have you got in mind? Do, do you have a writer? Are you an author? Do you ever write stories or write film plays or anything? Oh, like oh no. See, uh, my, my take on that is if I feel like I'm, I'm a good producer, that's great. And then I hire other people to do that. I can barely write an email. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know that's the typical CEO? CEOs always employ people or get people to do the things they can't do. Yep. But they know oh, what absolutely. they want. They know what they want. They know how they want it, but they can't do it. Well, and uh, because and that's the secret. You, if you try to do too much, then what everything that you should be able to do, you just won't be. You won't get done. Can't right. do it all. You can't do it all. You truly yeah. can't. So you've got to and, have uh, bring that team on. Especially when it comes to writing, I know. I know I can't write. I I don't direct. I don't do that type of stuff. And and so I bring in people I trust or I hire somebody good to uh, do that for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So what's, um, what's up your sleeve right now? Where, where are you, what have you got going on? So uh, like I said before, all of those wonderful, uh, we got some wonderful projects. I'm working uh, with that author uh, who had wrote this wonderful true crime uh, book that I would love to, that we would love to bring to the screen. Uh, we have two uh, completed, a couple of completed package projects that we're looking to bring to the screen as well. Uh, we actually are very, uh, very hopeful to have uh, potentially have cameras rolling in the next handful of months. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I just think that given uh, the pandemic, uh, we're, our team and I are very pleased with where we are at the moment. That's yes, that's wonderful. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, we're going to have to wrap it up, Nina. Okay, so let's find out from uh, Nate. How can people get hold of you? I, I don't know if this is a good thing or not, because you probably have the entire world after you since you lend money. <laughs> so, but if you want to give any information, no, out. absolutely. Uh, uh, so on my uh, on my uh, my email uh, is always easy. It's nate at natejgilbert.com. And if you go to my Instagram, which is, uh, which is nate.gilbert, uh, it has a link tree that has all of my socials and all of my um, information on current projects and trailers and uh, what I'm up to. And where are you located? I'm currently in Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, many of my team members are in Chicago, Illinois. Wonderful. What part of Boston? I, my husband was from Boston. Uh, I'm right downtown. Uh, I'm right downtown, about five minutes, a five minute walk from the TD Garden. Oh, how beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, Boston is fabulous because it's the universities there and it makes, you know, it, it just makes that town very intellectual. Yes. <laughs> well, Nate, I want to thank you so much for um, coming on our show, Ninon Speaks, and also um, allowing and letting all the younger generation know how you did it and how you worked it and what you did to get there and you're still getting there. 
And I think to the day, you know, it's always uh, you are continuing improving and getting more projects because you see all these producers and all these directors, they never stop. They just keep doing things. And I guess it's an industry that you never stop at, which is because it's very interesting and it's very intellectual and it's watching a project come to fruition. So it's absolutely amazing. So I'd like to thank all our audience out there um, for watching Ninon Speaks. You're making us really, really popular out there. And also like to brag a little bit, but we are on Roku. So uh, we're, we, we just sort of kind of got there in the last couple of weeks, three weeks, and we've got a, a couple of series up there and it's wonderful. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, uh, AJ? Absolutely. Um, anyone can join, uh, you know, the Roku channel and select our channel, add it to your playlist. We have season one and season two up now. And Nate, yours will be going up soon. I don't have an exact date, but it's really, really exciting. Everybody tune in, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Ninon? That was wonderful. Well, thank you again, Nate. And I wish you truly all the best. And I'm going to tell you, say you one thing, the harder you work, the luckier you become because everyone's, oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> the famous, the famous line, you're so lucky. Yes, but you've worked very hard for it and good luck to everything you do. And we're right behind you. And if you've got any more projects coming up that we can support and put out there for you, let us do it for you. Um, Fantastic. Thank you, thank well, you everybody. You. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to talking to you all very shortly again. Absolutely. Take care and take care of my audience. AJ, take care. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.